0: Just because he graduated WVU doesn't mean he's educated, but he does know sports. It's Adam Crowley on ESPN Pittsburgh at 970 AM and now at 106.3 FM. Justin tweets, "My goodness, that fake fan segment was spectacular." It's spectacular because it was accurate. I also tweeted this out about twenty minutes ago. Former producer Joe Rokicki, now of the DVE Morning Show, looks exactly like Zach Aston-Reese. Now that Aston-Reese had his jaw broken, I mean it is uncanny. And Stacy from the X, she agrees. I'm telling you what, we got something going here. When I saw that picture today online,
1: I looked up. I was like, "How the hell did Joe get into the locker yeah. room? Like, and why are they interviewing yeah. him? Like, it was it is spitting image. Good-looking guy, that Zach Aston-Reese. If I'm Joe, I'm rolling that into things. I'm going out like maybe on the outskirts of Pittsburgh, you know, and be like, "Yeah,
0: play for the Penguins. I'm Zach Aston-Reese. That's me. Just barely open your mouth. Yeah."
1: Yeah, jaw hurts a lot. Jaw little. hurts, sorry. I need a straw for that beer. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's on you? Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just on my penguin. rookie contract. Yeah, yeah. I'm a penguin. I once pretended to be Connor Sherry in Delaware. I'm not going to tell the whole story. I've told it a million times on these airwaves. But I pretended to be Connor Sherry because no one in Delaware knows a hockey puck from a nipple. And I got hammered because people kept buying me free drinks. <laughs> people bought it until the end of the night when this bartender goes, All right, can I get your card? Because I was about to walk out without paying and I give him the card that says Adam Kraut. <laughs> and we got the hell out of there and then I threw up at a Wawa I do need to
1: correct you on one point you weren't Sherry back then back then you were I was Sherry. Sherry yeah so
0: sorry. that was a dead giveaway yeah and anybody who knows Connor Sherry in real life knows he will introduce himself as Connor Sherry yeah and I was just introducing myself as Connor Sherry that was back when the Penguins won in 2016 i mean he was even less well known at that point and it worked. I had women taking pictures of me. There are pictures of Adam Crowley on women's phones from Delaware who think, oh, my God, I met a hockey player. Meanwhile, I'm like 150 pounds soaking wet back then. I don't have any muscles.
1: I don't look like a hockey player at all. They only, they only usually see him on TV, and the camera adds 10 pounds. So
0: That's true. And there's also Google. Where are you from, man? Oh, Worcester, Mass. Is that even right? I don't know. But they bought it, and they bought me drinks, and a fun time was had by all. Hey, the Penguins might never win again. And I don't say that to be shock jock radio guy. I think you all know me well enough by now that I'm not that guy. I tell you what I think, and I tell you why I think it. And what I know and what I don't know. And what I know is that the Penguins are going to have a pretty good team next year. What I don't know is whether or not they'll win the championship. And after that, how long is Crosby going to play play like Crosby? How long is Malkin going to play like Malkin, you just don't know. You need your stars to be healthy, and that's never a guarantee. We all thought the Penguins would have no problem winning again and again, and like Herb Brooks said, again and again and again. It's a lot easier to not win than it is to win. Everything has to go right to win a championship, but only one thing has to go wrong for you not to win. The Penguins got a bleep ton of bounces when they won in 2009, including a shot off the crossbar in Game 7 of the Cup Final. They were lucky they got to play Carolina instead of Boston in the conference final. They got a bounce in overtime of Game 3 against Washington. They also got stellar goaltending each of the last two years. And they had some fortuitous things work in their favor. But when they lost in 2010, they ran into a hot goalie. In 2011, Malkin and Crosby were hurt, so that's out. In 2012, they would have beat anybody but Philly, and they got Philly in the first round. 2013, well, nothing went right against Boston. And in 2014... Lundquist turned it on. 2015, well, they just weren't good enough. But the rest, you can point to some things that happened that were unlucky and it wound up being the difference. All it takes is one wrench to throw off a championship squad. If Kunhaku scores in overtime the other night, the Penguins have a good chance to win tonight, but he didn't. If Hornquist's goal counted in game two, maybe things are different. If they called a trip on Wilson, maybe things are different, but none of it happened. It seems like all of it would have happened two years ago. It seems like all of that would have happened last year. If the Penguins don't ever win again, then the Crosby and Malkin era still was a success. Keep in mind, Lemieux's Penguins won the championship twice and never got back. Crosby's have been four times, and they've won thrice. They've been to the conference final five times in ten years. Lemieux's Penguins got to the conference final three times. His reign is considered to be a great success, and thusly, the Penguins should... Be considered with Crosby and Malkin a great success as well they've got a great chance to keep winning they might have a few more years of production left but we all thought it would be easy after 2009 it isn't you have to earn it you can't just expect to be back
2: hi the Pirates pounded into the White Sox today six to five Colin Moran with the game-winning home run and Felipe Rivero Vasquez Shut the door. Hey, Adam, you mentioned yesterday you had some things you like to do with white socks. Could you name your favorite for me?
0: I can't say it on the air. Why
2: not? Come on. I'll tell you mine. Mine is putting them on my feet. They keep me nice and warm in the winter months. Yeah, I still can't say mine. You know what else I like to do with socks? I like to make little sock puppets out of them. That's kind of what I do. Sebastian and Steve are a couple of my friends. They host a buddy cop show in my head. Hey, Cubs beating up on the Marlins, 12-3. to That's at the top of the eighth. We'll try to keep you posted there. Back to you, Adam.
0: Winning is hard. Just ask Ovi and Chris Paul. Chris Paul and Alexander Ovechkin have played a combined 26 years, and this is the first year that either of them has reached the conference final. Chris Paul's going to wind up in the Basketball Hall of Fame one day. Alex Ovechkin will be in the Hockey Hall of Fame one day. It just goes to show you how hard it can be to get to the promised land. Roethlisberger's had a damn good Hall of Fame football career. The dude's won championships in two of the last 14 years, and he's considered a winner. Dan Marino never won a title. Peyton Manning won two championships in 18 years. The greatest of all time, Tom Brady, has won the Super Bowl five times in 17 seasons. That's less than 30% of the time. And that's the team's stated goal every year. The list goes on and on. And on. The media gets wrapped up in winning. But even the great ones don't do it every year. In fact, they don't come close to doing it. It's really not fair to judge a player's career on whether or not they're able to get to the pinnacle. So many things need to happen, and there are so many different players that are quote-unquote supposed to win. Well, this guy needs to win it this year, or he's a failure. That guy needs to win it this year, or it's a failure. If Crosby wins the cup, then that means Ovechkin, McDavid, Kucherov, Line, Subban, others don't. It can't be a championship or bust season for every team every year because the math will go on F you up, yo. After Villanova beat Kansas this year, I was listening to a national radio show and they were excoriating Bill Self for not doing more with the team he had this year. But had Self won, then they would have been doing the same thing to Jay Wright. Why didn't Coach K find a way to win it all? Spoiler alert, they can't all win it. The reason that this is the culture in which we live in is because of recycled hot takes. Sports radio doesn't often do anything new. When a team loses in the playoffs, you blame the team instead of crediting the other team. Should the coach be fired? Should the Stars be traded? Should you blow it up? Is next year the make or break year? Then if they finally break through, can they do it again? Can this team become a dynasty? Are they the next great program? Are they the next great franchise? Can they fulfill their destiny? Takes on takes on takes. Here's the difference with our show. We understand that winning's hard. Look at D.C. They've never won jack. The Eagles just won their first Super Bowl. The Vikes have never won one. In the Stanley Cup playoffs, Winnipeg's still alive. Washington's still alive. Nashville's still alive. They've never won. Tampa's won it once. Flyers haven't won since 1975. The Pirates since 1979. There's a chance that you never see one of your sports teams win again. Because it's about a 1-in-30 chance that your squad wins every year. And in the playoffs, it's 1-in-16 in in hockey. And it's 1-in-12 in in football, and so on and so forth. You think Pitt's going to win a championship in football? You think Pitt's going to win a championship in basketball? It ain't going to happen. How about West Virginia? Probably not. All this is to say that the Penguins have given you everything that you could ever hope for in this sports team. Pens have won three times out of ten years. That's Brady-like. Appreciate it, because it's hard as bleep to do. Tom, do you have that fan parody?
3: Sports Radio 93.7, The
0: Fan. Our top story,
1: the Pens are the worst team in NHL history, and the Pirates are probably going to win it all. This update brought to you by Bowser. That's the power of Bowser! Yeah.
0: 209370 is the number to call. You can tweet us on our fan text line, although we never get to it. Today's topic Will the Penguins take this loss to their grave, and are they going to hell because of it? Give me a ring. We'll go to Paul in Blonox first here on the show.
2: Uh, Hey, Ruana, thanks for taking my call. Let me tell you something. We need to blow this whole team up, right? Trade Crosby, trade Malkin, trade Murray, trade Kessel, trade a lot of them, all right? It's time for this team to start winning some cups. I'm sick and tired of waiting on them.
0: Thanks for the call, Paul. We'll go to Jimmy now in Uniontown.
1: Hey, Cook, I don't know why uh, more people aren't talking about this, but Jim Rutherford needs to go. That guy needs to get run out of town on a rail.
0: That guy hadn't even won a cup. Thanks, Jimmy. Great point there. Coming up next, we've got 20 minutes of commercials. We'll hear from Jim Rome, and then 20 more minutes of commercials. It's 93.7 The Fan.
3: Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan.
0: That's Sports Radio right there, baby. That's the way it's done. And that's why we're not going to do it on this show. Jim tweets at underscore Adam Crowley. Oh, no. Will you please get on with your life? Day two of the Penns funeral is starting to wear on me. It only took one day for me to get over the Bruins losing. Where's your grandma? Where's the Steelers talk? We did mention the fact that the Steelers signed their fifth-round draft pick. I mean, what more do you want? It's May 8th! Okay, it's the 9th. The Penguins cleaned their lockers out today. We're going to talk about hockey.
1: Sheesh. Besides, the NHL playoffs are still going on as well,
0: too. So, hockey is not gone, gone. It's not dead. Your Bruins are dead. The Penguins are dead. But the Penguins are back-to-back champs, baby. Defending no longer. feel like that's probably going to be top A in a lot of sports shows today. Josh Yoey of The Athletic going to be joining me in seven minutes. He was inside the penguins dressing room today as they clean their lockers out so sorry jim we will continue to talk about the penguins uh tom you just took a phone call off the air and you look exasperated what happened yeah he wants to talk about the steelers we're not talking about
2: the steelers we're talking about the
0: penguins damn it give them to me no i want to talk to him i wanted to put him down chris eddington says that was the best 15 minutes i've heard from underscore adam Crowley. wow i didn't i don't think that was anything special yeah, we've seen a lot better. That's just my show right there. I mean, yeah. we're just kicking ass. This is baseline.
1: Yeah. Baseline kicking ass right there.
0: Damn you right. Should see it when we're on. That's Brian LaMartina who's talking. <laughs> Give him a taste of your voice too, this Tom. This is weird. How you we're doing done... out there, oh, folks? Yeah,
1: this is weird with the inter- introduction.
0: No, I like it. Guys, I just found a Werther's original rapper no, underneath the chair. Oh, I wonder, no.
1: We could have been eating real legitimate. Is.
0: Who do you
2: think had one of those earlier?
0: Well, I know it wasn't Benzie. It could have been Jerry Dulac. Yes. But it's absolutely Stan Saverns. You have to either... This is the only way you can eat Worthers. Werther's. You have to be over 65 to buy them, or you have to be given them by somebody who is over 65.
1: Yeah, and at that point, you have to be, I think, under like 10 to receive the Werther.
0: Sans sucres, sin, azucar. I think that's Werther's original in Spanish what it says on the wrapper. I'm kind of pissed that Stan's never offered me a Werther's Original. Stan walks in every day. He's got a briefcase with a yellow legal pad, Mm -hmm. a bunch of mints sitting around in it, and Werther's Originals. That's it. Yeah, well, up
1: until he did have a flip phone up until about uh, maybe three, four weeks ago, something like
0: that. And now he's got an iPhone that he turns off half the time. Half? Like 95% of the time. Yeah. Stan, I love you. I really do. I mean, Stan's a great guy. He does a great show. Noon until 2 right here on ESPN Pittsburgh. But you are, Stan, just turning into an old man. Like, for real. Like a caricature of an old man. I got to talk to him about the Werthers.
1: I'm just happy that you're not calling me old, so. All
0: right, empty your pockets.
1: I have no Werthers. Empty them. I got to vape.
0: Oh, that's old school. Got a vape. That's it's old. That. It's old school, new school though. Yeah, old school. Like Stan school. used to smoke in the studio. You sitting here, yeah, popping on iPhone. that vape.
1: I Got an iPhone. Is it turned on? Yes, it is. Almost, how about only six percent uh, power? So I got to hmm. plug that in to the newfangled cord. Yeah. What is this over here?
0: Hey, Chris. How was that last three minutes? Just as good as the previous fifteen. <laughs> Coming up next, Josh Yoey of the Athletic. It's the Crowley Show. We've reached it. The point where Tuesdays
1: can only get better with more of America's favorite boneless wings. So, here at Buffalo Wild Wings, we invented Boneless Tuesdays, when you buy an order of boneless wings and get a second order free. That's twice the wings and twice the sauces. Every basket counts, and on Tuesdays, every basket of boneless wings counts as two. Buffalo Wild Wings, wings, beer, sports. Prices and participation vary valid only on Tuesdays while supplies last. Tax and gratuity
0: extra, additional restrictions apply. See participating location for details. Do you think – okay, so this is funny. The other day, Stan's interviewing someone, and I look in. I think it was right after the draft. It was – whatever. It was the coach for one of the players. And Stan, at the exact time that guy was talking, had a folded-up newspaper, his legs crossed, and he's reading the paper as he's interviewing this guy. Legend.
1: Like the perfect, like, folded, like, a guy who knows how to read a newspaper? Yes.
0: Yeah. I was not in the Penguins dressing room today. They don't let me in there anymore. I'm always peeping. Josh Joey, however, was there from The Athletic. He joins us now on the show. Josh, what's going on, buddy? Not much. How are you? I'm good. You have, I think, coming up, maybe a little vacation, a little little time off,
4: perhaps? Uh, yeah, I don't know what it's like to be off in the month of May. This is a, a very curious time in my life, in fact. Um So I feel bad for the city. I know everyone's upset that the Penguins lost. I feel bad for the squad, a bunch of good guys. But there's a part of me that doesn't mind a little bit of off time, I'm not going to lie. Hell no,
0: and it sucks for me because the playoffs usually just give me a whole extra month of content, and then the week after the Cup, there's the parade, everything's fun, so uh, I hate it. But I'm sure part of you is happy for some of the Washington media that's never gotten an opportunity to go this far to get that opportunity too.
4: Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a new thing for them. And, uh, yeah, we could all use a rest in the Pittsburgh media. Listen, the Pirates came back and won today. So you, maybe <laughs> the Bucs will keep things afloat for a while until Steelers training camp starts. I don't know. Oh, we'll just, and, and honestly, I find that hockey fans, even Penguins fans who are used to watching Stanley Cup playoff games, I, I swear to God they enjoy the offseason stuff even more. So now it's just a longer offseason to talk about trade scenarios.
0: What stood out to you? today, uh, in front of your mind, uh, from the dressing room clean-out?
4: Two things stood out to me. Number one, Mike Sullivan took the microphone and told us all rather sternly that he was not going to give away any specifics about injuries, which is fine. And right after that, he made very clear that Phil Kessel was not hurt. Um, that, That got my attention. That struck me as a coach who wasn't very happy with Phil Kessel. Um You know, Solomon didn't have to say that, and he went out of his way to make it clear that, that Phil was not that badly hurt. So that's the one thing that got my attention. And the other thing was Crystal Tang. Um, You know, he was asked if he had considered the possibility that he could be traded if he thinks he'll be around here long term. And no matter what you think about Crystal Tang as a player or as a person or whatever, um boy, he, he made a pretty passionate case that he really wants to be here. And I give him credit. He He's not always the most accountable in the world when he doesn't play well, but he was today. He said, you know, what the way he played the season wasn't good enough, and he knows it. And he's finally going to be able to train this summer. He couldn't last year because of the neck surgery. And, and he was very passionate that he's going to be a better player next season. So those, those are the two things that jumped out at me.
0: Let's stick with the Latang thing first since it's the freshest I thought he was very candid when he talked about the beginning portion of the season. He thought he'd be able to acclimate himself, and it never really worked out that way. Um, based on what he said, based on what you've seen from him this year, do you think that he could still get to another level, or do you think his best is behind
4: him? Well, he looked to me like a guy who had lots of stuff this season. Um, if you go back to the Kuznetsov series clinching goal, to me, uh, Three or four years ago, Latang catches him on that play. I I really believe that. And he just doesn't quite have that burst anymore. Now, is that because he's 31? Or does he not have that burst because he wasn't able to train last year and and skating is such a huge part of his game? And and maybe he was just never quite himself because of it. I I don't know. Uh, We have to wait until next season. We'll know next season. If he still isn't quite the same skater next year, if he struggles, then I think you know that this is a guy on the downside of his career. And I kind of suspect that with him a little bit, which isn't to say that he can't still be a really good player. I just don't know that he's a number one defenseman anymore. But it, the, the nature of the injury was serious enough, and, and, and he wasn't able to train last summer. So maybe he does deserve a little bit of the uh, benefit of the doubt here. But uh, there's no question uh, all eyes will be on him next fall.
0: Do you imagine that they'll be on him for certain as a Pittsburgh Penguin?
4: Yeah, I think so. Uh, Anything is possible. I don't view Letang as untouchable by any stretch, but I don't think they will actively shop him. I still think there's a lot of loyalty in the organization to him. Um, Mike Sullivan spoke pretty passionately about Letang and how great of a player he thinks he is when he's on top of his game. Uh, I know Sidney Crosby doesn't want Chris Letang to go anywhere. They play really well together. They're very close. Um, I I think it's unlikely that Letang would be traded, and I think he's a really hard guy to trade. Um the fact is he does have a limited no trade clause. He does make a lot of money for four more years. I don't know how much interest there would be in him. He's kind of in one of those places right now where, you know, I, I don't know what they could get for him a couple of years ago. Sure they could have gotten something pretty nice in return. Don't know that it would be worth it at this point. So um I think be the thinking with him is Let's let him have a full summer to train. Let's see if he can get back to the player he was a couple of years ago. And I'd be pretty surprised if he's not a Penguin to start next season.
0: Josh Yeo of The Athletic joining us here on the Crowley Show. Josh, as for Phil Kessel, uh, that's what struck me too, is Mm. that he's not hurt, blah, 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 blah. Do you think that that is a motivation thing for Phil? Or do you think that maybe it is going to be time to part ways with him? I, I know... That I don't love having the let's trade this guy, let's trade that guy, let's trade this guy, let's trade that guy conversation. But he did have the best year of his career. Uh, They do need help on defense, and uh, I don't see many other players who could maybe garner what he could on the market.
4: Well, if you're going to ask me is it more likely that Latang is traded or Kessel is traded, I would certainly say Kessel. Um, And now to tell the whole story, Jim Rutherford was also asked about Kessel's health. And, you know, he, he said that Phil had a number of injuries during the season, and right. he said I give him credit, said I give Phil credit for playing through it. I will tell you this, however. Um, there are a number of people in the organization who are very annoyed by their perception that Phil Kessel is absolutely obsessed with his games played streak, which dates back almost a decade now. And I can tell you, uh, last season, the Penguins, uh, last game of the regular season was uh, against the Rangers at MSG. The totally meaningless game on a Sunday night. And Mike Sullivan told Phil Kessel and Ian Cole, I don't want you guys to play tonight, even though you've played every game this season. Take a break before the playoffs. Ian Cole said, sure. Phil Kessel said, absolutely not. I will play tonight. And and Sullivan finally relented and let him play. But, you know, this annoys some people in the organization. I think there is some thinking that Phil should have taken a seat for a little while Mm. in February and March when he was banged up, and he wouldn't do it because of that streak, and it may have affected him in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it did. Uh, Phil's not a kind of guy who's going to dog it in the playoffs. He never did in his career before Pittsburgh, and he uh-huh. didn't do it the last two years in Pittsburgh. So I think that logic tells you and dictates that that guy is not healthy.
4: No, I don't think there's any question that he's not healthy. Um, he, he certainly did not look himself, and he has always been a great big game player, always, whether it be in the Olympics, the playoffs, you name it. So the fact that he was so invisible—I well, shouldn't even say he was invisible. He was worse than invisible. He was turning the puck over left and right, especially in the Washington series. He was an absolute mess, and I suspect people might be angry at him because they think he should have slowed down in the regular season, taken some time off, and he refused to do it. And as a result, he never really got healthy. Um, you know, in, in Phil's mind, I think you know he has this this notion. People think I'm soft. People think this and that. And I, I haven't missed a game in almost a decade, so I'm going to show them how tough I am. I, I really think that's part of his mentality, and uh, I think some people in the organization think it came back to bite him a little bit.
0: What about Matt Murray? Uh, how did he sound today, and how do you think he evaluates the performance that he had over the season?
4: Um, he was he was asked to evaluate his play, and he said, "I would rather not," <laughs> or something along those lines. That's all he would say. Um, he knows he didn't have a great season. Um, that said, it, it's very hard to be a goaltender for the Penguins. Let's be honest; they give up more odd man rushes than most. And this is especially this season. Uh, marc Andre Fleury would not have put up the numbers he put up in Vegas if he no. were playing for the Penguins this <laughs> season. I assure you. In fact, I, I saw Flower out in Vegas in December. I said, "Boy, Mark," I said, uh, "You're putting up some serious numbers out here." He said, "Well, you know, we play defense first here." And then he laughed. But I mean, yeah, I mean. It, It's the way it is. It's not an easy thing to do. But that said, Matt was pretty average this season. And I'm a supporter of his. He's 23 years old. He's already got two cups. I I think he will get better. I think he will rebound. Obviously, you know, he has the issue of his father's passing to deal with midway through the season, and and that hit him really hard, as it would anyone. Um, So he's had a lot to deal with. I think he will be better next season. I think he's the real deal. But he knows he didn't have a great season. Uh, There's no doubt about it. He he just never really got the groove that we had seen in the previous two years. And he needs to be better if they're going to contend for a cup again. He knows it, and I think he will be. Josh, what do you make of the Penguins'
0: game six? I've heard some call them flat. I've heard some say that maybe they didn't want it as much as Washington. Maybe they were tired. Uh, They have played a lot of hockey. Uh, Maybe they did everything they could in game number five, and then were out of gas in game number six. Uh, I tend to believe that, and I also tend to believe that Washington's structure really bothered them in the final game, and I do think Washington wanted it a little bit more. Uh, They've lost the Penguins the last two years. Uh, The franchise obviously uh, makes a big deal about beating the Penguins, as we've seen now since they've beaten the Penguins, and I think that You know Whether it's something that the Penguins had outwardly or inwardly uh, determined, uh, they weren't going to care as much as Washington did about that series.
4: Yeah, boy, I have a lot of theories about that game. I'll try to squeeze them into an efficient answer for (laughs) you.
0: Well, let me Um, me say this, Josh. uh, That was not an efficient (laughs) question by me. I mean, I I asked a Uh, 15-40 second question there, so uh, you take as much time as you need.
4: You're the star of the program, and I like that about you. But uh, listen, (laughs) um, first first things first... um, I do believe the Penguins gave them their best punch in Game 5. Yeah. And when the Capitals still won that game, I do think there was a psychological effect on the Penguins. I really do. Um, I thought they were really tight in Game 6. If you go back and watch the first period in particular, they couldn't handle a pass. I mean, they just looked really tight. And what happened was that game kind of evolved into a 90s-style, low-scoring game where there were very few chances on either end, a lot of whistles no real flow, that's not the Penguins kind of game. That's not how they are built to win. They are built to skate, to outscore you, to outchance you. That, that's what they do. You put them in a 2-1 kind of game, that's not comfortable for them, and they're just not disciplined enough to win that kind of hockey. They're still going to give up odd man rushes. They're still going to take the occasional dumb penalty. Uh, and it's just who they are that they were not as disciplined all season. So mm-hmm. it was perfectly fitting that they would lose a tightly contested game on a breakaway in overtime, for heaven's sake, because that's just who they are. And it's funny how in the playoffs, your, your greatest flaws often get exposed. And they were just a, a carefree Cavalier team all season. And with the season on the line, they give up a breakaway to the guy who might have the best hands on Washington's roster other than Ovechkin. So, yeah, that's what I think. It was just a number of things, but... In the end, Adam, they were out of gas, and deep down I think they knew it. I I think they knew, yeah, maybe we can still beat this team just because we always do, but can we beat Tampa in 4-7 after that and then beat another team after that? I just think deep down they kind of knew they couldn't do it this year.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, Good answer, Josh. Very concise and to the point.
4: (laughs) Well, you know. I'm just just trying to fit everything in after you took four minutes
0: to ask the (laughs) question. You know, it's your world. I'm just trying to slide on in, buddy. Josh Joey of The Athletic joining us here uh, on the Crowley Show. Uh, As for Derek Broussard, I know he mentioned today that, yeah, he could play wing. Is that really in the plans? Uh, To me, they searched for center depth for so long, and uh, if they choose to figure stuff out with Riley Shahan in the uh, restricted free agency, they're going to be really deep down the middle again next year. I, I think that the bones of this roster are very good. Uh, and especially there at center.
4: Yeah. Um, Broussard, boy, he's an interesting case. Um, well, first of all, I do think they will find Riley Shane. and they really like him.
0: Boy, was he and good this year?
4: Oh, he sure. I am. He's, he's a great fourth line center. And frankly, is a confident third line center for them. Um, Broussard never learned how to play with Phil Kessel. They, they never meshed. That's an issue. Um, also, Jim Rutherford went out of his way to say this guy was really hurt. That's why he didn't play better. Now, is that Jim just saying that uh, to some extent to defend the trade he made? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Broussard did miss a couple of weeks before the uh, playoff started. He wouldn't say what the injury was. I have it on pretty good authority that it was a groin injury, which Ouch. makes sense. Uh, Rutherford even said he had an injury that's very hard to play with. Uh, Broussard said he came back a little too early. He probably wasn't ready for game one against the Flyers. He had a groin injury. So, yeah, that that's about as bad of an injury as a hockey player can play with. It is. So I suppose he deserves more of a chance. This guy's a good player. But the thing about him, you know, he's a top-two center stylistically. That's what he is. That's what he's always been. When you're the number-three center with the Penguins, it's a slightly different role. Now you're asked to take a lot more defensive zone draws. They're going to want you to kill penalties, things of that nature. It's not that he can't do those things, but I don't know if it's a role that he's totally comfortable with either. So I don't know. It's not the greatest situation. He had no chemistry with Kessel. He never looked comfortable with the Penguins. Maybe things will be different after a training camp, but that strikes me as an area of concern for the Penguins. Even though they will be very deep down the middle.
0: Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, I had kind of bought in hook, line, and sinker to the fact that he wasn't healthy. Because I'll tell you what, I thought he played really well the last two games uh, of the yeah. series, uh, or at least he wasn't bad. yeah, at least well. In, I guess I guess it's all relative. Well, in comparison to the way he had played throughout the playoffs. Uh, Prior to that, yeah, a groin injury for a hockey player, it it doesn't get worse than that. Uh, Anytime I play hockey, my groin's hurting uh, immediately after, and I am not an NHLer, and I play 15 minutes before I'm tired anyhow. So uh, I'd imagine that, yes, that has to blow. Uh, Josh, loved having you on all season, man. Uh, I'm sure we'll reach out as free agency approaches and stuff like that. But uh, thanks for always picking up the phone, and uh, we do appreciate you coming on all these times.
4: Always a pleasure, my friend.
0: We'll be in touch. Be good out there, all right? Uh, you too. It is his world. I mean, Josh, Yoey, My show, his world. I love that guy. Yoey's the best. He's just great. He knows his stuff. He's in there. He's talking to sources. Check out The Athletic. I mean, I'm too poor to pay for it, but you should check it out. Coming up next, we'll talk to my grandma. Where's Tom? I don't feel comfortable going to break with Tom. Is Katie
1: on the board? What's up?
0: Were you... Sucking on a Werther's original. I didn't expect to talk. Well, well, yeah, I didn't throw it to you. you no, just I just got sorry. Hey, I got surprised. Talking.
1: You've been introducing us all day. I figured you'd just open the mic. That's Katie, Brian LaMartina.
0: Katie, Katie's on the board. That's yeah,
1: right. Yeah, I can what, do this. What are you doing on the board? Why? Why not? Where'd Tom
0: go? Yeah, that, I mean, that's the question I should have asked, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, the, that's the answer I expected. I'm not, I'm
1: not really sure where he went.
0: Uh, maybe he's pooping. I saw
1: an open chair and I took it.
0: He could be pooping. Well, I, I am happy that you stepped up, unlike Derek Broussard. All right, send us to break. Let's see how that goes.
1: All right, take us to break. Yeah. Well?
0: It's the Crowley Show. Night did he come back. So in order to talk about it appropriately, we call my grandma. Grandma Dee, it's been a while. Punch it through. Big Pirates fan, my grandma. Don't often do it live. Probably shouldn't let that trade secret out. Hello? Grandma, it's Adam.
3: Yes, how are you, uh, Adam?
0: I'm good. How about that game today? Did you watch that?
3: You know, I was watching it, and I was disgusted with it. And then Kathy came home because she brought me some groceries home and I was in talking to her. And I said, she says, what's wrong, Grandma? And I said, I'm mad at the pirates. And I said, but I'm going to go in and see if they did anything. And she heard me yooping and yelling, and I said, oh, my God, what happened? I got in here, and it was 6 to 5. I couldn't believe my eyes.
0: Grandma? I can't believe yeah. you were going all Fairweather fan for a minute there.
3: Yeah. Well, they, they make me mad at times, but I still watch them because I love them, you know? And uh, I couldn't believe what I saw the same way yesterday. And I stayed up because, you know, they were on. They didn't come on until 8.05. And I stayed up until the end, even though... They were ahead of us, and then I couldn't believe the outcome of it. I was so thrilled that I did stay up to see the end of it.
0: It's really been a hell of a year for those guys so far.
3: Yes, it has. They come through when they need to come through. And uh, our buddy's coming back, and uh, he's going to be checked out. He's going to be coming back. You're talking Jay about McCutcheon?
0: Oh oh, 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 you mean Jay Hayes coming back from injury?
3: Yeah. He's going to, they're, they're going to check him out today or tomorrow, and he may be back in a couple of days now. So who will they take off the team when Jay comes back?
0: Well, that's a good question, except it's clearly going to be Max Moroff. He stinks. Has he
3: been doing
0: good? No, nah, he stinks. Hey, um, How about McCutcheon? Uh, McCutcheon's coming back this weekend.
3: Yeah, but you know what? I'm going to be mad because... I was just telling Kathy about that. I said, I'm sick over it because I have to go to, uh, Angie's nurse graduation uh. Friday and I have to get my hair done in the morning and then, when we, Jack, Kath, uh, Joni took the day off and then we're heading for Pittsburgh, uh, for Morgantown to see the graduation and I'm going to be so so disappointed because he's the game starts at six thirty, and I wanted to see the reaction of joy and sadness, and everybody's going to be hugging each other, and they're playing against him, and I'm going to miss the most wonderful game that. I, but you know what? I'll see it the next day. They'll keep repeating it, and I'll get to see what happened. you
0: know? Yeah, and you know what? They're, there's going to be great outpouring of support from McCutcheon, and I I bet Grandma that they're going to do it throughout the entire series. I think I'm going to go on Saturday. I think I'm going to clap, clap for them.
3: Do I hear you right?
0: Oh, I'm going to go, and I'm going to clap.
3: Oh, you do? You clap for me, too, because I'm going to miss it, you know? And But I, uh, they'll, they'll show repeats of it. I'll eventually see it on the news or on the television, but I won't be there when it actually happens, you know? I'm glad you're gone, uh, Adam. Hey, I want to ask you a question. How's your daddy?
0: He's doing all right.
3: Is he handling everything by himself? Did you, uh, did oh, wait, wait, you...
0: hey, Grandma, uh, we'll talk about this. we got to talk about this later, all right? All right. Uh I'll call you back tonight. How's that sound? Okay,
3: that's fine with me. I love you. Say I
0: love Bye. you too. Bye. That almost got really personal
3: there. Oh, no. I mean, I, I
0: actually don't know what she was gonna say, but I didn't want to risk that there. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't you know, my dad my dad's got some heart issues, but he's been feeling alright for a long time. Uh, I didn't know what she was gonna ask and you know, HIPAA and all that.
2: Hi! Hey, Adam, Can I ask you a quick question? Sure. I I hope this isn't too forward. Okay. I feel like we've become very good friends over these past couple of months. But uh, is your grandma single?
0: Uh, um, Yeah, unfortunately, my grandfather oh. passed away a couple of years ago. Yeah. She is, you yeah. say.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, can you put in a good word? Hey, how does she feel about dating corpses? We can be pretty cold, but I promise I'll make her all warm. Oh, no. Dear God. Oh my God. Uh, I mean, <laughs> hey! That's probably not the way I would have approached it. She likes baseball. Well, the Rangers beat the Tigers today, and it took 10 innings to do it. 5-4, your final score. Back to you, Adam. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Very good.
0: I don't think he listens to me. No. Uh, he hears what he wants he to just hear. and <laughs> he just, he just trucks on. It's almost like he's reading from a script or something. I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. That was Harry carrot Brian Lamartine is giggling. Tom behind the glass. Katie o is the one who effed up the break the last time. She wants it to be known, and just full transparency here. She messed that up not because she's a woman, but because she's dumb. And that's not us saying that? No, that's like, 100% made, her saying She it.
1: made sure that we brought that delight.
0: Yes, she, wanted, she said, now I feel bad because I'm the person who screwed up, and I'm a woman. I'm the only woman on the show, and I'm the one who screwed up, and it's bad for all the other women. No, that's not what happened. You're good.
1: I mean, we'll never have another woman push buttons again, but other than that,
0: we're fine. No, we will. It'll be Katie. But if she screws up again, then it's over. Uh, but then we're done. Is that a uh, the double middle finger there I'm getting? She's flipping me off. Uh, very good. Yep.
1: Sorry, Katie. I was just kidding. Love you. You did a fine job. Fine job. She
0: fired three commercials
1: at one time. It's more inventory. You know how much money she cleared in one one push of the button? More than Tom ever has. Yeah, in one push. That's that's very very good. My grandma's the best. Oh, she's so cool, man. She gets her hair done a lot. Uh, once a week. Yeah. It's a pretty... beehive. Yeah, yeah. They they take some maintenance.
0: They do, because if it puffs down, it doesn't look good. No, that's just the reality. And every time I see her, I poke her on the head. I mess with her. Oh. She thinks I'm cantankerous. Uh,
1: of course you do.
0: And she's right. She is one hell of a Pirates fan, though. Oh, my I, God.
1: The epitome of a Pirates
0: fan. She gets mad as hell. She walked
1: out of the room. She did.
0: So I had to ask what was wrong with her. And Kathy did. She's not. That's her daughter. She's not even kidding, though. Like She didn't walk out of the room because, oh, maybe I need to go get something. No, she walked out of the room because the Pirates were pissing her off. That's it. That's it. I mean, that's what happened there. She cool. was pissed cool. off by the Pirates. Coolest Grandmom ever. She's the best. And she's, man, It does. she is upset that she's going to miss McCutcheon. Well, you got to clap for her. I will. Vigorously. Mm-hmm. She's also going to Morgantown, though, so I'm actually a little jealous of her. I think she wishes we could trade places. She's going to Morgantown for graduation. I'm going to the Pirates game, so I'm putting money in Bob Nutting's wallet, which I'm loathe to do. She can have a couple of drinks, though, at the sports page in Morgantown, West Virginia, IA. That's not bad. Here's a question. I'm in. Are you the favorite grandchild? I don't know. What do you think? I know this for sure. Yeah? She loves my dad more than she loves anybody. Okay. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Hmm. Or at least they all say that she does. Yeah. And my dad is not her daughter. Or her son. Hmm. My dad is married into the family. So for her to like him more than her daughters... It's a soft spot. It's a sticking point. I mean, she didn't ask. My mom's on vacation. My mom's out of the state. And she didn't even ask about yeah, she, it. She, yeah. first thing. Hey, how's, your, how's dad? your mom's vacation doing? No, it's, how's Mark? Yeah. How's he doing? Is he handling the house all by himself? That's what she sounded like 40 years ago. That's probably where
1: she was going, like, wondering if he was all right by himself, eating right, you know, like, the whole thing.
0: God only knows what she was going to say, though. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Social security number could have been the next thing out of her mouth for all I know. <laughs> I, I had to put an end to that. It's a danger of live radio. It really is. Coming up next, there's a fine line between being critical and being over the top. And we're so good at radio here on the Crowley Show that we found that line. It's ESPN Pittsburgh. We've reached it. The point where Tuesdays can only get better with more of America's favorite boneless wings.
1: So here at Buffalo Wild Wings, we invented boneless Tuesdays. When you buy an order of boneless wings and get a second order free, that's twice the wings and twice the sauces. Every basket counts. And on Tuesdays, every basket of boneless wings counts as two. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. Prices and participation vary valid only on Tuesdays while supplies last. Tax and gratuity extra. Additional restrictions apply. See participating location for details.
3: Yeah, Adam,
2: uh, your grandma sounds like a really attractive woman, so I was just wondering maybe if I could. Uh, can I just mow her, hey! mow her lawn or Get something? Get out of the studio! She's what mine! What is he doing here? She's mine! I told you I God. wasn't
0: coming down from heaven again if I heard that idiot's that pat